Hello, and welcome to the Disc Course, the podcast where all four of us are the type of generally helpful and cheerful podcast hosts that any well-meaning editor soon learns to dread. Mm. <laughs> yeah. We sure are, I say, as both a host and editor of this show. Yeah. Also, we're all made of knees, I guess? I don't know. I'm made of elbows. As always, I'm Holly. Joining me is Mark. Hello. Julie. Please don't clap. (laughs) (laughs) And Jess. I am sadness. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking, I screen capped that and posted it to Twitter. It's like, damn death, me too, the fuck. Oh, big mood. (laughs) Me too, bitch, the fuck. Oh boy. Uh, But anyway. Speaking of death, this week we... Speaking of death! <laughs> wow. Of death, you know. You know. Oh, boy. But um, we have moved on to a new book. Book number four, Mort. A book that I was afraid I was overhyping a lot for the past three books. Good thing I wasn't. Holy shit, I love Mort. Uh, debatable. <laughs> I, I think you're pushing it a little hard, but this is also how I felt at the beginning of Equal Rights. Like, I don't know. I just, like Julie and I were talking a little bit like immediately out the gate like not not to like not not to insult the first three books but out of the gate like he's just so much more confident in like writing this it feels like I just really like yeah. it yeah definitely also the fact that I know what happens because I've read this book three times is like maybe coloring things a little but you know <laughs> absolutely see I don't know how this book goes so right now I'm like mm, okay. I read I read this book exactly once and uh, just talking with Holly. I'll- we both were like, yeah, I remember every single beat of this book. Like, I, it is so burned into my brain that, like, these first 70 or so pages were like, yeah, no, this is, I remember all of this, every single moment. Mark, also... do you remember all of this? Because you've read yeah. the first 70 pages of Mark three times. <laughs> this is... God, yeah. I'm the only person here who... Mark did not read the first 70 pages of Mort. Mark has actually did not reread. He mm-hmm. just read the seven pages of 70 to 77. Fair. Because he woke up an hour, half an hour ago. Yeah. No. It's fine. Um, I've read this book enough recently. Well, read these pages enough recently that I did not feel the need to reread them because I remember what happens here. Tried, tried a few times to start this book. <laughs> I gotten distracted. It's lost the weirdness of like early Discworld, but I feel like a lot of the jokes and new stuff it's in- introducing, like new magical bullshit, like it's stuff that's easier to fit into like a coherent world. Yeah, like yeah, reannual like... grapes show up again later. Yeah, and they've renamed the pre-hangover to a hangunder. Nice, Chris. But also remember, remember Holly. A lot of this expi- explicitly isn't magic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I get. I guess. Do you want? Do you want to talk about Mort? I mean, yeah, we can talk about. Yeah. We we what have we been doing? But talking about Mort. Let's talk I about Mort. Let's talk about Mort. Let's talk about death and me. <laughs> oh, hey, there we go. Well, now, match made in heaven. It's true. Oh, I do love him. <laughs> uh, that is my 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 dream anthropomorphic uh, uh, entity is death. but this book opens um slightly differently from the first three which like gave like uh there's a turtle in space uh it's got elephants and shit this one 
it does that, but it's like half a sentence. It's like, yeah, it's, you know, turtle disc. Who gives a fuck? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it instead opens with a detailed description of the Lifetimer room. Oh, just fuck me up with this room. I love this, this shit. room. Fucking <laughs> trillions and trillions of hourglasses, each counting out a person's life. And it mm-hmm. sounds like the roar of the ocean. What if, um... We held hands in the lifetimer room. <laughs> and we found my lifetimer and there were 12 seconds left. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. Unless. unless. And you were death. <laughs> just kidding, unless. And I was holding your hand and I couldn't tell why it felt so weird. Alright, that's me, Hook. <laughs> Sorry. I, Christ. I jumped to a different shit post there. Um, then who was phone? Then who was phone? Um, but yeah, I love this. This is great. Um, this is a good sense of mood. Um, a big mood. Mm-hmm. Later, like later death books, especially, um, really love all this fucking goth shit. It's great. Good. Yeah. Terry Pratchett is very much country goth, like pastoral country goth. goth. Yeah. The, yeah. Listen, Reaper Man is all about that. Death goes and like lives on a farm. It's great. I love that. That's so good. I can, like, feel that here. Like, when I remembered that there was a book where he decided he had to retire, I was like, okay, yeah, I feel that in this book already. Every every death book is, oh god, I'm feeling emotions. Time to fuck up (laughs) the matters of life and death. Same. (laughs) Yeah, that's how it goes. I'm an anthropomorphic personalization of the concept of death. Time to go feel some things in a field somewhere. Oh, yeah, big mood. Every every death book is death being messy to some extent. Dragging in his fucking family to pull him out of his mid eternity crisis. Damn. But so there's a turn of phrase like it describes Discworld and the fact that there's a skeleton man who goes around reaping people's souls, and it says scientists have said that the idea of anything so patently absurd is millions to one. And then magicians have calculated that million-to-one chances crop up nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. Love that. That's so good. But he's just looking around, and he's looking through the hourglasses, and he finds one that he's he's like, yeah, this'll do. Um, And then he just, like, looks at a map slash actually the Discworld. <laughs> yes, scrying. Yeah. And then he's just like, zoom, enhance. Zoom, enhance. <laughs> zoom, enhance. The Ram Tops, where we, we met Granny Weatherwax last book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're getting another kid from the Ram Tops here. Yeah. Um, and I really like the description of the Ram Tops as a group of mountains that had more geography than they knew what to do with. Mm-hmm. Good for them. <laughs> Shrapnel rain, whiplash winds, and permanent thunderstorms. Nice. And a lovely farm. And a goofy boy. And a goofy boy who can't even scare some fucking birds. God, I love that so much. <laughs> His dad is so ashamed. Ever, ever, so we meet Mort, who's a fucking dork, and everyone around him kind of tolerates him. So Mort's family grows reannual grapes, which are used mm-hmm. to make fucking fortune-telling wine. Um, and there's a bit where it's like, norm, normal, normal planting, um, what you fail to sow, you fail to reap. Uh, reannual planting, what you reap and fail to sow, oops. 
<laughs> Oops, the doops. Me reaping. Ha ha. Fuck yeah. Me not selling. Ah, beans. <laughs> ah, no beans. Ah, <laughs> no beans. Mort's dad, uh, Lezek, and yeah. No, Lezek, I guess. Um, and and his uncle Hamish are are watching this boy completely fail to to scare some birds. Um, fucking wood pigeons of all things as well. Like just you look at them and they're scared. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's interesting how they talk about him. We get a, a paragraph Terry gives us about how you know he's he has a body that only marginally seemed under the owner's control and seemed to be a, comprised of knees or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. But like Lezek and Hamash like referred to Mort as it. Like they refer to him only as his body, which is interesting. It's just like a weird way to talk. Yeah, they're eminently practical men with a son who cannot do a simple thing as like making sure birds don't eat your fucking magic grapes. Yeah, but like I don't. It's it's it struck me as interesting. Um, I I, re- I really like how less it goes. Like it was his grandmother taught him how to read. Head got too hot. <laughs> right. Damn. Don't you just hate it when you learn how to read? Sometimes I wish just head empty. Sometimes I'm just like, please, please. Sometimes, oh, what a what a blessing head empty would be. Oh God, and like Mort's just like, like picking up a rock to throw at one of the birds, and he's like, oh, it's got fossils in it from when the creator made weird little swirly things out of stone instead of real animals. You love to see it. Um, yeah. So like this, this really paints him as like a well-meaning dummy. But, like, literally later on, I don't feel well-meaning dummy from him, which is interesting. Like, this this changes so quickly. It's less dummy and more, like, inquisitive smart kid where that shit is not needed or wanted. Sure, I guess. I don't know. It just, it really felt like how he's characterized in this scene is different by the end of this reading. Like, Yeah, I think I so. I think, I think it's especially pushed by the fact that we're seeing from his dad and uncle's perspective of... The kid who is way too, like, big for this pond is clearly a dummy. When it's like, no, he's just way too curious. Boy. Yeah, that's all. Because, yeah, they're they're talking and he's like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this kid. And Hamish is like, oh, maybe you can send him away. Like, you know, right. get him an apprenticeship. Didn't you have a new like, room in your house, Hamish? I got an apprentice <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> They're like, listen, he knows how to read. Maybe you can go be a wizard or, or some shit. We can, like, at us, after three books full of wizards, no, we cannot let him become a wizard. <laughs> no, please no, don't let him no, go be a Please, I can't read about more wizards. Please. <laughs> can I read about somebody else? Well, that's Unfortunately, like... I think the next book is sorcery, so we're going to get it more is, wizards. Yes. The next book is sorcery, and that's... Uh... That's another Rincewind, at least. Oh, there you go. Oh, I miss my boy. I miss my failure it's been boy. It's one book, Jess. <laughs> but, I'm, but I miss my fail boy. Yeah. Well, no, at that rate, it'll be fucking two books without my fail boy. Um, this reminded me of, of that Akewood comic that's where the truck has the bumper sticker that says, I got weird ideas about what it means to be a man. <laughs> like, this, this whole, all this stuff with Morton, his dad, is just, like, got weird ideas about what it means to be a man. And that's yeah. kind of what I wish this book was about. Like, I don't know if that is what this book is about, necessarily. No, but Jess, but we like... already we already solved gender. Lost book. Yeah. Like, we don't... No, it... you're right. Gender is I, over I'm party in 2020. I don't know why I want every book to be about gender. This, this, book, is, this book is more horny idiot teen fucks up the space-time continuum slightly. Mm, yeah, okay, I'm glad to know that he does fuck up the space-time continuum. 
Yeah. Which he's is a, exactly he's, what I felt like he would do. He's a horny, curious idiot boy. Of course he's going to fuck up the space-time continuum. <laughs> With literally the power to control who lives and who dies. Uh, yep. Wow, good. I can barely trust teenagers with calculators. Like, I'm not... Yeah. <laughs> Look, I can make mine say oboe shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Booby oboe shoes. Wow. God. God. Do teens still know what Leet is? Because I did that I... a lot on calculators in high school. Yeah, I mean, but Homestuck I... still exists, so probably. Homestuck ended in 2016, Mark. <laughs> Holly, oh it God, literally, it, it literally just got like a fucking digital don't collection give a shit. shut the fuck up don't nope go don't fuck you <laughs> the, here's the, damn. the teens i deal with are not typical teens in cultural sense mostly due to the fact that like you know right now they're at, at the school i teach at there's a vaping crisis so <laughs> damn vapors in crisis <gasps> damn vapors in crisis tonight fat cotton crisis <laughs> my god lord uh Please don't vape. First, they're ripping some fat cotton. Next, the tags off of mattresses. Damn. <laughs> Holy shit. So, so Mort's trying to scare these fucking birds. Um, I, I like this paragraph about Mort was interested in lots of things. Like why people's teeth fit together so neatly and, and like why the sun doesn't come out at night. He's just shower thoughts. Yeah. Why, just the, shower thoughts. Why, why the sun doesn't come out at night when the light would be more useful is really good <laughs> I heard they sent a rocket to the sun once <laughs> at night I feel like a lot of Mort early on is characterized as the sort of questions you grow up asking as a little kid and you sort of just come to accept what the world is at some point but Mort just didn't grow out of that <laughs> I'll, to be fair to be fair, Mort's like 15, maybe. Like, I think he's still a kid, actually. No, but like, okay. by that point, you you stop asking those sorts of questions of why do teeth fit perfectly and accept, like, that's just how skulls work. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, the real answer is just kind of, that's just how skulls work, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, that's how skulls work, honey. Frankly, it, we did a bad job. We stopped eating rough grains, and now we got four extra teeth in there. Like, whoops. It's like how I've had to explain to some teenagers before, like, they go, oh, if, um, they had, they had to do some bloody science test that was mostly to judge, like, how good is the science curriculum actually at the moment at teaching these certain uh, subjects because, hey, it's basically a glorified survey. And they got so mm-hmm. pissed they had to do this. I was like, kids, you don't seem to understand, like, when you have any job now, you have to do, like, constant surveys and, like, performance yeah. reviews and stuff and they're like yeah. oh what they're gonna ask us at mcdonald's like oh how many atoms are in this I'm like no they're gonna ask you like health and safety and temperature about the deep yeah. fire and like they're gonna ask you a performance review like oh where do you think you can improve as a cashier at mcdonald's like and you have to answer that like truthfully and come up yeah. with an actual like paragraph response written and then oh, have Jesus an interview do, do they know that mcdonald's has like timers like no do they know that that exists like don't remind me about the timer. Listen, listen. I have not worked at Starbucks for over a year now. Don't fucking remind me about the timers. I can't deal with the fucking timers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to to bring up the timers, Holly. I, I think about the timers a lot. Like I've never had to work in in that kind of food service industry, so I'm just like, oh, thank God. We had a drive-through. It was the worst. Holly wakes yeah. up in the middle of the night screaming about the timers. The timers. They only gave us a minute and ten seconds. God. Yeah, like the. The Wendy is around the street from my old apartment. Like, I could see their screen, and, like, they were always awful. 
but like I never cared. It was never a problem. Like mm-hmm. it was never a problem for me. <laughs> but like I could always see that timer on them, and I'm like, because like they had the screen turned in such a way that like I could see it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like you're f- you're fine, but you're giving me anxiety. Take your time, honey. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like please, please take care of yourself. Um, so uh, Mort's father decides that yes, I will go sell my son to an apprenticeship. Yeah, uh, get my get my fucking smart ass son out of here. Get my smart-ass son out of my house, please. This boy um, thinks too much. Get him away. Let's make him a blacksmith's problem. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. That, that is a career that will teach you very fast not to think about shit when you're supposed to be doing stuff with hot metal. Yeah. You're going to learn real fast, and you're also going to lose a finger, probably. All right, see ya. <laughs> They're going to call you Holefoot. <laughs> <laughs> Mort Holefoot. Wow. Actually, Morthalfoot is a pretty damn good name for a D and D character. That's, that's yeah. like one step away from Zlor Flannelfoot. <laughs> I can't believe we get a new display name when wow. this episode wow. comes out. I can't believe we're finally getting the origin story for Zlor Flannelfoot. <laughs> he went Had to his... go learn how to be a tailor, and he just oh beans! I stapled some flannel on my foot. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just gonna be. God. It's just gonna be bought with the cost on his foot, like with eight different things attached. But it's like a more. There's a hole. There's like a hole in it. There's some flannel stapled on. He stepped in a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> He's been stepped in a ring of like a hose ring. Fuck. So we 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 get more fucking uh extreme country bumpkin jokes because the big town they go to is a cobblestone square with some buildings. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's um, there's a million people here gathering to, like, be a There's two dozen people here, which may as well be a million. <laughs> may as well be a million. Uh, Mort gets some ugly tunic that his father's like, this oh, is boy. fine. Yeah. I love, the, I love the line, it was meant for him to grow into, assuming he'd grow into a 19-legged elephant. <laughs> what the fuck? How many arms are on this thing? This is an extremely irregular coat. <laughs> this... <laughs> This ain't just missing a button. Oh, you want coats that are missing a button? Go next door. This, See, this is the fucked up. Just fuck me up. This is what happens when you shop at the David Byrne Emporium. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> this, this was made by The Apprentice, is what you're telling me. Yeah. I imagine this is just, like, a big sheet of burlap that's been just wrapped around you. You know, you know, like, when you make cookies and, like, you have, like, the bit that's, like, left over when you've cut out a bunch of cookies that you have to, like, mash up and, like, re-flatten? They had that, but you can't mash up and reflatten like linen, so it was they yeah. just, so just kind of so. Just put some seams on it, um, yeah, make a fine. head hole, like it's fine. You're ascribing too much of my design degree when it came to costume and cloak <laughs> making. Jesus, <laughs> like holy shit. Uh, but so the idea of the fair is that it's like prom, like all of the apprentices mm. line up on one side of the square. And all of the fucking people who need apprentices are on the other side. God. And they just, like, pick out the ones with the best fucking teeth or whatever. I I like how his dad tells him what to do. And, Except like, the dad has only sold cows. He has no fucking idea. <laughs> He's just like, I don't know, go stand over there, I guess. Like, I, I, yeah. I enjoy that. You gotta make sure you don't have wood udder. This yeah. is, like, when my God. older sister was, like, urging me to get a job as a teenager. But there's a decade of difference in age between us. And in that decade... Like, things changed for, like, how you get a yeah. job. Like, she was like, oh, just walk uh, down the street and hand out re- resumes. And I'm like, 
Oh, yeah. don't that. They hate that. Okay, How would like, your sister give the same fucking advice my parents managed to give? Yeah. yeah. When my dad was like, how about you just call folks? I'm like, they hate that. Yeah. I'm like, he's like, why can't you find a job? I'm like, because I don't have a car. Like, <laughs> It's 2009, dad. What the fuck do you want from me? Like, like I, do, do I don't have happened? a car. <laughs> I don't have a car and they don't want to talk to me. Like, Because, like, the age difference <laughs> between my, like, sister and my mom is only, like, you know... 20 or so years and in that 20 years nothing really had changed for like finding a job until i was born and then whoops computers were invented mom unfortunately the rue 21 has already got all the gay kids it needs work in there i don't (laughs) (laughs) do full fun gay kids down at the rue 21 damn everybody else gets uh uh picked to go be an apprentice um but but Mort stands there. Mort Mort waits here for fucking like twelve hours, literally until midnight. Like I I love that like it's like picked last for volleyball sort of thing. But like the, and like being picked ahead of like the the kid who's missing an arm or something. Except yeah. the kid in question is like like he's approached. He like has like eyes going in different directions and like a stoop and the beggar comes up it's like oh shit you could beg like no one's business damn god this is yeah this is just job hunting because yeah, yeah like mort wondered miserably why he hadn't been picked he'd tried to look respectable and had looked all the prospective masters squarely in the eye to impress them with his excellent nature and extremely likable <laughs> qualities mm-hmm. um <laughs> this is just jo- i just did this for three months yeah <laughs> this is mort is like like you said, he's the kid waiting on the soccer team to be picked, but he's still waiting even though it's raining outside and everyone's gone to Chuck E. Cheese across the road. And he's just looking at everyone <laughs> being like, they'll come back. School ended five hours ago, Mort, please. Pick up Mort Pick from up soccer. Mort. <laughs> Pick up Mort from Apprentice Fair. God. But it's it's literally, literally the, the bell starts ringing and Lesek comes over. It's like, hey, you want half of the meat pie? You want half of the meat pie that shouldn't I, be ingested by humans? Oh, I, is, I love, I love is, those fucking asides oh about the meat pie. Zymar, go on. <laughs> I was just going to say, is Mort a fail son? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. He's a fail son in the eyes of his human dad, at the very least. Yeah. yeah. Also, I guess I guess this the, the meat pie guy is like the fucking um, Ram Top's branch of Cut Me Him for Dibbler. <laughs> oh, I, um, I just love the, like aside to the meat pie cell of in a flagrant uh, disregard of safety just eating his own pies and then like <laughs> and when Mord's dad is trying to cheer him like you want a meat pie? No I'm good. Are you sure? No. Do you think he wants That's an apprentice? Maybe, a- yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe he wants an apprentice. I don't think he does. Yeah it's probably a one person job anyway. Uh huh. He's also gone. Mm-hmm. Like he left like hours ago. <laughs> like I he mean, left. Um... <laughs> I've just been trying to cheer you up. Sorry. I'm bad at this. Yeah I... I... It, but, like, it's clear that he's, like, bad at it, but, like, I like his attempts to try and connect with his son, who he has nothing in common with. Like, I I, I like it. It's like, um, you, want, you want an ice cream? <laughs> you want, Literally, you want an ice cream! Mm-hmm. I got you this ice cream sundae! <laughs> <laughs> I got you this ice cream sundae, it's only, like, half frozen with freezer burn. <laughs> As the clock is striking midnight, Lesik's like, okay, let's go. Guess we're gonna have to find an inn, because, like, we don't want to travel on the longest night of the year. Oh, he didn't even say inn. He's just like, we'll just crash in a stable or something. We'll just find a place. (laughs) To sleep. And Mort's like, it's not midnight yet. 
because <laughs> he's, he's like he's like fucking he's being a kind of a little bitch about it because yeah. he's like no i'm gonna stay all day and it's still chiming so they're there mm. but then um an extremely extremely uh a big horse rides up oh here come that boy Aww, yeah. oh yeah oh shit him. what up it's Binky. I, I, Binky the horse. Oh, Binky God. the horse fucking rules. Um, I love him. I really like the description of, like, clip-clop while the appropriate onomatopoeia was somehow not appropriate for this horse. Clip-clop suggests a pony, perhaps with a straw hat with ears cut out. I love This it. Give was not Binky a pony. a straw hat. Give Binky a hat! But then Death get off, gets off and Mort's like, Holy fuck, that's a skeleton. That's a seven foot tall skeleton. And then he fucking slips on a cobblestone. It's like, ah, oh, Jesus. He just slips on ice ah, and eats shit. Just, God. I love the description. It's so ominous and foreboding. And then, ah, oh, fuck, ah, oh, beans. Ah, oh, my hip. Yeah. <laughs> um, reminder that in all versions of Discworld with, like, voice, like the animated adaptations and, like, the live action movies. When death appears, he is voiced by fucking God. What's Christopher, Christopher Lee? Christopher Lee. Yeah, except, sorry, well, I'm like wizard for, man. The first Hogs, uh, the first Discworld movie, Hogs Watch, um, Hogfather. He was voiced by someone else who was just as good, honestly. But yes, Christopher Lee is the voice of death. Like, that's fine. so. I need you to imagine fucking Saruman going like, "Oh bugger!" <laughs> I certainly can. Yeah. Is the great thing, Holly? Oh, I, I love him. Oh, beans. Um, but Death is just like, hey, sup, I stopped time, wondering if you wanted to become my apprentice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, something interesting that, like, Mort kind of muddles on when he's just like, I, everybody, everyone else got to go off and do these, you know, important things. Like, they're going to do important and useful things. And, like, here comes Death doing probably the most important and useful thing that you can possibly do. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let's that's, let's dig into that. Uh, I mean, that's it's kind of a shitty boss, honestly. He yeah, sh- like he's not he a great boss. He shows up after the job fair to find an apprentice. <laughs> Listen, he didn't invent time. He doesn't care about time. <laughs> Listen, that is the fucking time monks. Uh, they deal with that shit. Oh um, god, the time monks Def, will get to that. Def- not a fan of them because they live in a place where they've frozen time and all of them are thousands of years old. God damn. Well, yeah, he hates time because he's like, people think it's important because they invented it. And I'm like, you right, bitch. <laughs> damn, you right. But I really love the interaction between Death and Lezik because Lezik, as all humans do, refuses to see a seven foot tall skeleton in front of him. Mm-hmm. So he just sees like a tall, thin man describing his job as an undertaker. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, that's a, oh, it doesn't seem like the normal kind of, of work. You know, it's like, like, I guess. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Like, like all paternal figures in Discworld novels, Lezik is very much a dad elemental. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> he doesn't Someone... have to have any characteristics that aren't just a dad. Yeah. You, you got you got to look within the marble and see the dad inside you and let it see out. The da- when will my refre- reflection show the dad I am inside? Mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> I, I really do just love 
like you said, the verbal interaction between Death and Lezik of, <laughs> like, when he's asking, you know, I was, offering your, I was offering your boy a job. Oh, what's your job again? I usher souls into the next world. Ah, of course, sorry. Should have guessed from the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like, I like uh, the fucking, so where are you based? It's like, I'm based, in, it's like beyond the furthest shadow, and yet within the, and shit, like, it's like, so like 20 miles away? Yeah. <laughs> It's very good. When Mort's like, um, can I say goodbye to my dad, Mr. Death? Mr. Skeleton. <laughs> um, Death is like, yeah, sure. Go go right ahead. I'll see to the horse. Hold and on, Mort- hold on. Before yeah. that, I love, um, <clears throat> when Mort's like, do I have to die to get this job? And he's like, being dead is not compulsory. And he's like, okay, what about the bones? What about like, the not having any to. flesh? <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, nah, it's fine. Like, you don't, you don't gotta. Bones I mean, optional. I can, st- I can strip optional. your flesh from your bones if you want. Like, if that's what you want, like, I guess. You want to be a boneless death? Like. <laughs> well, I can take all your bones out if you want. You could just be a jelly band. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'll have all the bones. You can have no bones. <laughs> <laughs> it's the comedy Let's duo. Ke- Let's play for keeps you, Death. No! <laughs> Jazz. God. Um, but Lesik and Mort have what passes for um, an emotional conversation between two emotionally constipated men. Yeah. yeah. M- Mort has a bit where like, there's a paragraph where he wants to say a bunch of stuff like, um, I love you, Dad. I don't know what's happening. I w- I don't... And all that comes out is like, yeah, sure, I'll write you, I guess. Uh-huh. And, 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 and his Lesik's... dad's like, we'll get someone to read it for us. Yeah. It's very good. You were the one who did that before, but now you're leaving. Mm. <laughs> I like I actually don't like um how he's like oh hey you know see if he has any daughters and then just like marry them yeah so you can be you know the master you can just it would, it would be great death. to have a son who's married to the daughter of the only undertaker in town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is job security is the thing yeah yeah many a keen young man owes his advancement to his nuptials like, oh, I really like the last nuptials? bit of the, the last bit of the yeah emotional shit he wanted to say was what the fuck are nuptials? What are nuptials, Dad? I'm fifteen. God, like fucking dad dating advice has not progressed since like pre medieval times. Like, <laughs> listen, you get in good with her dad, and and you're you're set. Yeah, gross. God. Anyway, bye forever, Dad. Goodbye forever, Dad. <laughs> bye forever, yeah. Um, they, like, fuck it, if you've seen that picture online of, like, man, like, stock photo of a dude walking into, like, a fucking galactic vortex that's just captured, I'm out! That's what they do. (laughs) Binky just fucking steps into the air. Yeah, Binky just flies away, because he's perfect. He's a sweet boy. Um, I love how, how that's, like, like, hey, you hungry? Let's go get some curry. Um, he does specifically say, I could murder a curry. I could murder a curry. He mm-hmm. sure could. Um, so I like how on the... the We have food at home triangle. Um, death lies somewhere between orders single black coffee and drives away and McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. Yes. But oh, is- we're gonna get food. You don't get any say in it, though. Yeah, it's always yeah. gonna be curry. Like... It's it's not you know, whereas Granny Weatherwax is solely on the the we have food at home part of the triangle. 
Yeah. Hi, can I get a, hi, can I get a coffee? Uh, curry it is. No, coffee. Coffee. Curry? Yes. God, I'm thinking of you. Thinking of my, thinking of my fucking Duolingo Japanese lessons where coffee is kohi, and then there's curry, which is kari. And it's fucking... Come on. Words do be sounding the same. Damn. Yeah. But they go down to Ankh-Morpork, which is the biggest place Mork has... Mork? Mork? Mork. <laughs> Mork from Ork has ever seen. <laughs> Aunt more Ork. God. A film adaptation of Mort, but it's mm-hmm. played by Robin Williams in the 80s. Wow. <laughs> I could see... Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> let's go back in time and, and get that going. Robin Williams could move like he was made out of elbows. It's Rob- fine. Robin Williams yeah. is also a huge nerd. Like... Yeah. He named his daughter after his favorite video game, is the thing. God. Zelda Wait, Williams. Oh. Zelda Williams. He brought in his own Evangelion action figures to one, oh my God, like, one yeah. photo. The fucking oh clip God. of the fucking... The under the Evangelion, huh? <laughs> oh, God. Dude was an um... Eldar player for Warhammer 40k. Like... <laughs> fucking, I want to... Sh- Someone needs to do, like, a fucking say what bullshit, but it's like... It's Mork going Nanu, and it's just like... <laughs> God. They're in the city. Death Death is just like walking past people, and they don't even notice him. Walking past, moving fast, downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, He's curry-bound. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, big mood, like, huge mood. When, when I'm oh, out yeah. getting curry, you get the fuck out of my way. God. <laughs> Um, but like pe- the way Death moves through crowds is that c- people are just coincidentally where he's not, and then they bump into Mort, <laughs> and then they just destroy Mort. I love I love the Mort's first question. He's like, uh, "How do you eat a curry? Why? How can you eat things if you're just a skeleton?" <laughs> Mister Death, how do you eat? Yeah, fair questions. And I really like his response. Like. To pe- people who are clearly trying to get him into a brothel, he's just like, "Thank you, ma'am. I think I'm having a nice time already." You know? <laughs> I'm already having a good time, ma'am. Um, but they do eventually get to a nice part of Ankhmore Pork, which is to say, um, it smells less like feces everywhere. Yeah, you are skipping over the part where um, yeah. Death finds a bag of of drowned, drowned kittens. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about the drowned. Kittens. And he's like, mm, "This pisses me off." Yeah, he's like, I don't like. Hey, this. remember in the first book when he killed a cat for fun, or like I stole mean, three of its lives for fun? Yeah. Did he steal three of its lives for fun? I didn't get any. I didn't get the impression it was necessarily for fun. I don't know. He just did it because, which is like something on reading that the first time after reading like reading like three or four death books. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is definitely a very different situation where someone put some cats in a bag and drowned them. Like, yeah. I think it's very much the case where after this, death is just very fond of cats, much like Terry Pratchett was. Yeah. Um, and that's basically just like, yeah, people suck, huh? Yeah. And then he says. Sp- Spider-Man voice curry time. <laughs> I really wish this place had been called curry time. Like the fact curry that it's time. called Curry Gardens is a bit of a, a letdown. <laughs> it's too normal. I, like I was, I was reading this, and I at this moment I want to like download fucking Spider-Man two, like Sp- Spider-Man two. Peter Parker saying pizza time dot jpeg and just paste a skull and cloak over it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's curry times. I love that Death describes that he gets all of his money in the form of two coins at a time. 
<laughs> yeah, it's very good. Uh, I I love that he Mort's like watching him eat, and he's like, "Oh, the food just disappeared. I'm not gonna think about it." He's very pointedly not watching him. <laughs> like he's just like, "Don't just fucking eat curry, Mort. Mm-hmm. Eat, hey, Mort, just eat your curry and don't think about it." Eat your peas, Professor. <laughs> eat, eat your curry, Mort. Yeah. It's just... And so Mort's like, um, is this magic? And he's like, nah, this is just people not looking at me. It's fine. Yeah, he's they just like, no, to. people just don't want to, like, to think about death, so they just don't. I do not have to be perceived. <laughs> My gender is, please do not perceive me. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like, pe- like he then takes Mort to g- fucking get fancy. He's gonna be a fancy lad now. Mort gets a glow up. Uh, <laughs> I love the line, doesn't anyone ever go to bed around here? And Death's like, this is a city. Yeah, this is a city, <laughs> idiot. Some line about Morporkian, Mort- Morporkian Mortchants. Um, Mortchants. <laughs> um... Christ, this book is going to be the death of me. Uh, never going to sleep for fear of the money they could be making. Mm. Mm. Wild. Um, but he gets a fancy cloak and um, the hottest haircut, which just, I don't... <laughs> which it just, is it like just says like, they a take haircut. a lot of hair off the ears, pretty much. A, I don't... A haircut. The first he's ever had in his life. Yeah. The first one that wasn't sculpted by a bowl, probably. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where my mind went as well. And I, I do like how when they're in the barbershop, um, uh, Death just go Death looking at someone who resolutely is not seeing what's in front of him. It's like, some toilet water and a polish, my good man. It's yes. very good. And the wizard who knows um, what Death is, like, turns around and is like, oh, fuck. I hate that bastard. Because Death yeah. explains, only cats and wizards can purposefully see him. Like... Right, and the, I I love love to see a wizard just be like, oh fuck, oh holy shit, holy shit. I remember, I remember a few months ago when one of your friends locked himself in an airtight room. <laughs> hey, what's up? God. So, uh, Mort falls asleep in the car on the way home. Um, Aww. And his parent, his new dad, puts him in bed. And he his has new no death dad, dad uh, puts him in bed. Mood. And I woke up at home. <laughs> Yes. Mort just should sound like John Mulhaney, actually. Mort should sound like John Mulhaney. Yeah. Oh my god. He sat in a room eating saltine for 15 years and then he came out here. Uh-huh. Yeah. I said, nah, Skeleton. You're not getting me to know a secondary location. <laughs> Do you know what it feels like to be left as a last person at the job fair? Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then death came up to me and said, "Was I going to interfere in the lives of mortal men?" And I said, "No, you know, like, like a, a liar." liar. <laughs> <laughs> These are good, but we can't keep doing this. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can, but we shouldn't. Mort, Mort watches a king get shot by a crossbow. You ever think this this might as well happen? You know, being Death's apprentice is weird enough as it is. Oh fuck! I just thought of the first one. It's like Mort looking at Death working out who he has to personally um, reap that day. I see you're there with your big book, and I'm over here with all my fucking crayons. <laughs> Mort wakes up in a strange room. And he's like, I must have been dreaming. I must have been dreaming. Oh Jesus Christ! This is not my room. This is not my beautiful house. This is not my beautiful house. My beautiful, not my my beautiful death's daughter. Father. This house is way too nice. My beautiful fucking like nightmare before Christmas goth house. Uh, this is not my beautiful goth cottage. 
<laughs> Gothage. Cottage. Cottage core goth. This house is like if Tim Burton had taste. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you mean uh, Henry Selnick? Ah, yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> but Mort, Mort has woken up in a room uh, bigger than his entire house uh, back at home. And everything's black and purple. Everything's black and purple. The purple's a weird touch. I think it's just bla- just shades of black in um, future books. He talks about it, like, later in this reading when he's looking at the garden. He's like, everything's yeah. black? I'm, I'm saying I think they get rid of the purple. <laughs> like, okay. the purple is no longer there. Oh, sure. Um, but he's, like, looking at doors. All of them have skulls and bones. <laughs> I love it. And then uh, he meets Isabel. You remember Isabel? Meet Isabel. Oh yeah, too. the horny one. I... Well, this one's so... less. This, like meet is like I said. Meet Isabel too. Yeah, mm. Isabel's gone yeah. from Yandere to Sundere. Yeah. Yeah. God. To put it to put it in a word, yes. I I preferred old Isabel. She was fun. She did try um, to do a murder, which was fun. That's at least she did something, you know. Like she's not doing anything but being a fucking brat. Like here's the thing: old Isabel was in five pages worth of book. Uh, this one's around for the whole thing. I mean, she's around, but like, what the fuck is she doing? Like, you, you, she's you, not you here to do anything that isn't that. a joke or like death wants. <laughs> To marry her off? I don't know. Ju- Julie and I are currently saying you'll find out. Yeah, that, like the... I, I guess it's one of the things. Of, like, remember when you didn't like half of equal rights? I do, re- I do remember when I didn't like half of equal rights. Listen, and, what, and then I didn't the like blue... the last part of equal rights either. I now that I'm uh, thinking about it, I think I only like 25 percent of equal rights. <laughs> That's totally fair. But just imagine, like, what's with this Luke uh, Skywalker kid? He's just an annoying farm boy. Like, what's he yeah. ever gonna do in his life? I mean, <laughs> that is exactly how I feel about Luke Skywalker. That's fair. <laughs> okay, I mean, listen, she's kind of a daddy's Jess, girl. Like she's media? very spoiled by dad. No, Je- I don't like media. No, Jess doesn't like anything. <laughs> it's media. I don't know. It's media. <laughs> but like, I don't like. She's not doing anything in this first quarter. Like, I don't know. And like, I'm. I'm concerned that he's he's flattening his female characters again. Like, I don't know. Sure. Like, like she's here to be a joke. I do like, think Isabel suffers in this book only because she's, like, the only main female character, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise... There's, well, I, I mean, there's, there's the princess. There's the princess, but, like, Isabel's, like, <laughs> the only main, like, part of the cast's full-on character. I, I don't want to call out stuff I don't know yet, but, like, the princess also just feels like a thing for Mort to go get. Like she does she doesn't feel like a character either. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, I, maybe that changes next week. Bridge, we will burn these bridges when we cross them. Yeah, um... I will burn all of these bridges, Holly. <laughs> I will burn every single one. Anyway, Isabel's here. She's very full of herself. She's the ultimate daddy's girl though, because her dad is death. Who is like yeah. omnipotent and she's like, mm, papa says and papa says you can never be dead you can only be a servant boy yeah well no that the the um albert their like man question yeah. mark is is like they had a discussion without death it's like well clearly he's not really an apprentice like yeah <laughs> yeah um, but so she she has decided that she could just tell Mort what to do and Mort's like okay cool bye yeah <laughs> I'm not listening she's very, to you. She's very spoiled. She's very, like, haughty and just, like, thinks Mort is beneath her. This is also the start of Mort uh, saying his name when people call him boy or Yeah, because everyone in this house decided that they would just call him boy. Right. 
this is a surprise tool that will help us later. <laughs> <laughs> I do also love uh, our introduction to Albert. Albert rules. He's such yeah, a good he's character. Cool. He seems like he rules. Albert's cool. Albert is cool. I do like Albert. He's just... I love... I love that Albert keeps showing up in death books because he is really good. He's a nice old manservant man and he gives more a nice breakfast. Yes. Can you help me parse out this description of him walking? I'm not sure I understand what is being described <laughs> to me. So the description of it is like fucking swinging his arm fast and right when it seems like he should, his elbow should leave his shoulder... Um, it all transfers down to his leg, and that springs forward. But what the fuck? I, I think very much he, Albert always kind of walks with like a dancing jig in his step, basically. Like, it's always... Okay. Albert it, it, walks... The, what I'm thinking of is a man made out of toothpicks and rubber bands. <laughs> Albert always okay. seems to be walking... He's always depicted as walking with like a tune in his head, almost. Okay, alright. Does... I'm, I'm like thinking... Like, you you know how running is technically just putting your leg out in front of you before you fall to the ground? Sure. Imagine that, but walking and, like, one of your feet is always on the ground. And okay. yet, you are always falling. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit quappish right. in some way. <laughs> Alright. Anyway, he makes the world's most heart-stoppingest breakfasts. <laughs> yeah. Butter up that bacon, boy. I mean, you can't die, I guess. So, like, Sure. Sure. Oh my god! I actually I love the line where like he puts this this breakfast down in, uh, down in front of uh, Morton. He's like, "There could be some porridge to follow." He said, "Winked, Winked. apparently to include Mort in the world porridge conspiracy." <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, the pocket of big porridge is really mushy in here. Damn. Oh god! Oh, I see those eggs it's have gone so to you damn. too. There's a giant fucking conspiracy board with the porridge conspiracy. Just imagine someone in a jo- in a bowl of porridge costume with legs sticking out, like running away. You better run porridge. Yeah, <laughs> I got boxes full of porridge. Albert, let sort of like talks to Mort about what's going on and how the- how things are run in Death's house and blah blah blah. And then uh, Death summons him, so Mort goes on down the hall. Uh, when when he gets to Death's room, he's like. Who are you and how'd you get in my house? Basically, yeah. he forgot this whole thing. He's like, what? Okay, well, go shovel shit. Like, yeah, I, 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 lo- I love that Mort's, Mort's just like, it's I'm your apprentice, hello? And he's like, oh yeah, fuck. Uh, I should teach oh, yeah, you all the secrets that. of time and space, probably. So real Mr. Burns energy here of like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Burson. Uh, Albert, who is this man? Who is this lollygagger? God. Albert, who's this gastropod? <laughs> I think gastropod is my favorite Homer description. <laughs> Gastropod's a good one. But yeah, he's like, hey, go shovel go shovel binky shit, dude. Oh, that's right, I got free labor. That's what happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, by, by the way, this is an unpaid apprenticeship. <laughs> Literally. I don't know, I guess... Death gives him some walking around yeah, later. No, he gets Death paid. gives him some kingdom buying money. Yeah. Death, death, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. When, when you collect two cents at a time from the beginning of the universe, um, compound interest. Um, Lots of money. Just loads rolling of money. in it. L-O-D-S-E-M-O-N-E. <clears throat> loads of money. Um, yeah. I haven't thought about that in a while. Uh, I love that... Um, just like the paragraph about how like Death used to ride a skeleton horse, but like you had to keep... Putting parts back on it. Yeah, I think we get oh, another description really later in Reaper Man about his other horses he's had. Like, like there was one that was on fire, I think. But it kept make, yeah. making a mess in the stables, and it always looked very embarrassed afterwards. Uh. 
Mort is out here shoveling shit, doing my favorite thing, where it's like, okay, well, in half an hour, God, I only have yeah. two hours left um, yep. until I get to go home. Like Your hour and a half left of work, GF. Has every- an hour and a half left of work. <laughs> 90 minutes until she has to stop working. Mm-hmm. 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 Everyone yeah. does in, the In 20 game. minutes, I, I only have 20 more minutes left until, yeah. Like, I absolutely had flashbacks to, like, raking the lawn as a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's like, cool, cool, love to work, love to live on an acre and a half of property. Anyway, um, <laughs> love rural Massachusetts. If I sweep uh, this anyway. part of the room, that's half. And once that's half done, is I can do the next half. And then after that, I can move to the next room and the next room. But oh, you can God. never finish! No. That's Xenos' broom paradox! <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> um... But so, like, so he's doing this, and then Isabel kind of just pops in to talk shit. And he's eventually just like, do you, like, do you, like, have something important to say? I'm kind of working here. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. she's just like, mm, papa, mm, you're papa's apprentice, you have to do whatever I say. And he's like... No, I have to do whatever your father says, actually. Yeah. And he's like, can, do you have anything to, important to say, or can I, like... Keep working, please. Like, you are you are you? He basically says, like, are you more important than horse shit? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, because she's she's very annoyed with how little he he like cares. Like, I think she's like trying to get under his skin a little bit, but like he's just oh yeah doesn't care at all. So she's just like, mm-hmm. and then then when he goes back to death, death is like, ah, I see you've cleaned the stables. Can you tell me why I think you why you think I asked you to do that? And Mort's like. Uh, hard work. Uh, f- uh, is it stinky food? Like, uh... is it because there's a whole bunch of shit that needed shuffling? <laughs> and Death's like, "Yup, yeah." It's like to the yep. point, Damn. very logical. That's that's the mindset we need in this business. And then he invites Mort out on the rounds. They're gonna kill a fucking king, my dudes, <laughs> or or reap the soul of a fucking king. Sorry. Is this where he's like, "Oh, did you meet my daughter?" Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, and he tries to wink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he's like, oh, hey, th- all this will be hers someday. Wink. wink. And I'm like, don't. <laughs> Except that- he doesn't have eyelids, so he just, like, makes one of his blue pinpricks, like, go really big Flash. for a second. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I imagine he does, like, the head gesture of, blink- of winking at someone, <laughs> but just nothing happens. <laughs> Death, why did you say wink out loud? (laughs) People understand it more than the eye thing. I'm sorry. Wink. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. Don't set them up as a thing. That's bad. Um, I don't know. Death, don't marry marry (laughs) off your daughter. Oh, come come on. (laughs) Julie and I both going... (laughs) That's that's a real, like, uh... Unfortunate. (laughs) Fucking, uh... So, like, yeah, you say this book is great. I just, I don't believe you. (laughs) We'll see. You're like, oh, this is a great book. I'm like, okay. All right. Listen, hold your judgments. I... No. No, I'm gonna judge the shit out of it. Actually, no, fair enough. yeah, all I do is judge. No matter what, <laughs> all I do is judge, judge, judge. <laughs> this is where we see like death's like weird island thing, where it's just like, oh, death also made all the land surrounding this house. Did a real fucking shit job on the mountains. Bullshit <laughs> mountains, garbage. Yeah, mountains. The, the, the clipping <laughs> they on the suck. mountains is not good. <laughs> so is. Is there no more Voral of Souls? 
I remember a, a, a big old swirl in Vortal of Souls, and we don't hear nothing about that. No. I don't know. I don't think it's really touched upon. I, mean, I don't I think, think that, it becomes I much think more metaphysical early... than cosmic at some point. Mm. Sure. You know what I've just realized? Is that Death's, Death's realm is just, I'm blue, but if everything were black, <laughs> oh, yeah. he's got his but... black Corvette and... <laughs> and his, his black little window. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, ironically, ironically, Binky is a white horse, but you know, yeah. But he still has a black Corvette. Yeah. Um, but they're about to go out on the duty. Right. Death has death has invited Mort to to tag along to go kill a king. Mm-hmm. As to repicking, like Holly said, to repicking. Yeah, he doesn't kill people. That's rude, Jess. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. Part, part, my, my, I, I, like, my, I like that every time Mort in, implies that death kills people, death just looks horrified. Like, what? whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not whoa, a fucking whoa. murderer, Fuck Mort. Jeez. Yeah. Gesture, gestures at the first two books and shows that fucking followed achievement ain't like that now. Yeah. <laughs> that was a people long change. time ago. We can't just cancel death over, like, his ass <laughs> like that. <laughs> Death throws down his cowboy hat. Ain't like that now. <laughs> this is a call-out post for Death. <laughs> I really like the description of how Death and Albert interact. Like, they they got all of their shit out of the way eons ago, and now they just do their jobs trying to avoid each other as much as possible. The description of the aftermath of a thunderstorm when you go outside is really good of just energy has been expended. That's mm. it we're done <laughs> like it's nice and calm now but a whole bunch of shit happened like 20 minutes ago except in this case it's really more like 2000 years yeah 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 yeah. um but they go out and death is like so what do you want to do listen we got like a few things we could do today um there's a plague there's a war there's a king being assassinated and Mort's like oh let's see the king let's being see assassinated the king being... yeah what what's up with clachistan what's the deal with clachistan <laughs> At this moment, it is just, like, it doesn't really get, like, a focus book until Jingo. Um, at this moment, it is place that is far away. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it takes a while for us to really get more in-depth about, like, the foreign lands. Jingo is, like, the fourth watch book, I think, so we are not getting to that for a while. Yeah. Jingo is one of my favorite books. Like, if you look at my collection, there's a few with, like, really, really creased, like, spines. Jingo's one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for the moment, it is place where place where this isn't. Not England. Okay. All right. I do like that when Mort talks about the king, he's like, he he's like, oh, yeah, he knew about kings. Uh, when fucking the roaming players would come to town, they used to put on shows about kings being murdered or whatever. I, I like how they said, I like how it's like strolling players or at least ambling ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's like, God, kings just kill each other all the fucking time. And yet everyone wants to be them. I don't get it. Yeah. Who has time to sleep? But crowns, crowns are cool though. So is he a good king or a bad king? That's like, I don't give a shit. He's a king. He's like, a king. <laughs> it's Listen, all kings are bastards. All kings are bastards. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but that's like, I don't know. He's a king, whatever. So they, they go to the fucking party that the king is holding, and death, death is invisible because he's death and people don't want to see him. More is invisible because he's a fucking kid who gives a shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also because he's technically on the job, I guess. I love how, like, death's just straight vibing. 
Death is like poking people on the shoulder and stealing drinks from their trays. Yeah. yeah. While they're just like, what the fuck? What? Death is just like downing hors d'oeuvres, like there's no tomorrow. Hell yeah. His description of how people complicate their lives by like making hors d'oeuvres really reads like that fucking comic panel with name where it's like a dog, a barrel, ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Chickens and mushrooms and spinach I can understand, but why grind them up and put them in a pastry? I hate this. God. <laughs> why add the this... cherry? The, the cherry adds nothing. <laughs> like... The cherry adds nothing to the drink. Why do you put it in there? Um, this is exactly what on-the-job training feels like. <laughs> with someone who's been doing a job for a long time. Like, they yeah. don't care. But yep. I've never seen any of this. Please, you can't just do this to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still remember every time I've trained a new person at my old retail job, it was just like, okay, so this is what you got to do. Uh, make sure you close the register for the love of God. Please just close the cash register. I know, please. It's not hard. Um, tidy yeah. up after yourself. And, you know, we've got the freebies in the back, and that's all written off stock. You can take some if you need to, but, like, be really surreptitious about it next week. <laughs> hey, I heard newbie tried to steal, like, a whole item, like, still in the wrapping. I'm like, God. Down. I said, be, be like subtle. Take a little thing. Jesus, what the hell's be wrong? Cool. A, we we here at Starbucks are not supposed to like make ourselves infinite free drinks. It's supposed to be just like maybe one for lunch. Make yourself as many fucking drinks as you want, my dude. <laughs> yeah. I made myself so many fucking mango dragon fruit refreshers. Hell yeah, we're so refreshed. <laughs> He's just like pointing out the king. Fascinating. Like, Sorry. Yep. Fascinating. Have a gherkin. <laughs> damn oh i wish i had tiny pickles right now damn <laughs> i have tiny pickles in the fridge my life is i need to buy some tiny um, i'm gonna grocery store today i need to buy some fucking tiny pickles god damn <laughs> god they're regular they're like small they're not like tiny tiny ones but they're not like the big fucking ones because the store doesn't have this, this is anyway, holly's pickle corner <laughs> I, I mean, Listen. Holly, have you? Is this part of your like pickle phase? That every newly minted trans woman mm-hmm. on hormones goes through. Oh no, I've loved pickles for my entire fucking life. Okay, oh, wow. But anyway, he's just like, yep, that's the king. Uh, he's a pretty okay guy, I guess. Uh, guy who's gonna kill him is the Duke of Stelhelet, right next to him. Was fifth in line for the throne last year. He's second in line now. Show social climber, handy with poisons. <laughs> yeah, the one who looks like a fucking lizard. Um, yes. watch out for him. I His guess. lizard brain. <laughs> like fuck like like fuck it like yeah you see the guy who looks like iago from othello that's him that's you see him. the guy with the tiny mustache he's constantly twirling even when he's not it just always feels like he is that yeah. guy this very you greasy see that man worm tongue looking ass yeah it's him you, you see the oil slick elemental over there like <laughs> we we won't invent railroads for another 31 books but he has tied some people to just places good <laughs> and just left them there um and Mort's like, oh, so he could just goes around killing people? There's no justice. And, and Death's like, no, nope, there's just there's, me. No, I just, there's just me. I just come and scoop him up. It's fine. There's no justice. There's just me is like an overarching um, phrase for the Death books. And I do really like it. Sure. And yeah, and Mort's like, mm, can't you just like not let him not die? And Death's like, no. <laughs> no, I very literally it's cannot. It's the rules. I literally cannot. It kill. doesn't matter if he's a good guy or a bad guy. He just got, it's his time and he's got to die. He's got like five minutes and the Duke is still Helen. Let me see this one. Let me pull out this evil time <laughs> timekeeper. Oh, he's got like 35 years. Motherfucker's going to live to be 90. Yeah. Mm. This is where he sees the princess. And he's like, oh. Yeah. She is so beautiful. Girl the thing pretty. Is, is that he's not like that. He's yeah. like, oh, she's 
She's not that pretty, actually, but for some re- some reason, my stomach's telling my boner to go yes. Yeah. I I, I'm 15, and I saw one other girl in the past few days. I have never seen and she a told titty. me She called me boy. I, I'm 15. Is it a warm body? Yes? Great. Yeah. Otherwise, cool. optional. Like, I mean, I'm, I, I get it, but, like, I, I mean, I get it from the fact that, like, some people are just attractive in a way that you don't know how to describe it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, he's like, oh, what's what's going to happen to her? And it's like, well, she's going to be the queen, so I give her 11 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the king gets assassinated. Death, like, freezes time and it's like, no, you, you can't really do anything about it. He's a, he's a dead guy. Because Mort, of course, tries to warn the king. <laughs> He tries to warn the king, and also the princess, like, locks eyes with him and sees him, and then also death about to fucking reap his- reap the shit out of her father's soul. Me reaping. Ha <laughs> 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 yeah! Except there's literally no sewing for him, it's literally just me reaping. Yeah. Yeah, this fucking rules. <laughs> Actually, no, consider- considering how death feels later in this chapter, uh, it's like, um, uh, me reaping, oh, I'm so sad, I am sadness. I'm, I am sadness, yeah, you know, you're right. <laughs> I, I do love the interaction between the king after he's been reaped with death, just being like, so, crossbow bolt, nice clean job, mm-hmm, damn, here I was, uh, I think I filled myself full of antidote for <laughs> <laughs> like, mm. good job, Stohelen. <laughs> Point goes to him. And Death's like, hey, if if it makes you feel better, the assassin fucking dies tomorrow. Like, you're fine. <laughs> he he let the Duke pack him a lunch. Like, dumb <laughs> yeah, fuck. Idiot. Fucking dumbass assassin. Don't take the... What the hell? See, see that, that, that tells me this guy's not an assassin. He's just a common hired killer. Yeah. Yeah, he's not from 50 a bucks and a free lunch. All right. God. Um, but, like, De- Death has, like, a conversation with Mort after, like, they walk through a wall, and Mort realizes midway through, hey, I'm g- walking through a fucking wall and almost dies. <laughs> no, you can't think about it while you're in the middle of doing it. At, at which point, yeah, it's like flying in Hitchhiker's Guide, but at which point Death is just like, listen, you can't be in a wall, because if you did, you'd be dead. Now come on, walk through the goddamn wall, Skippy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Mort's like, oh, is this magic? And he's like... It's no, you're just doing it. Shut the fuck up. No, magic isn't the only thing there fucking is. Yeah. Like the th- the thing that lets death do what he does is that he is significantly more real than the rest of Discworld. Yeah. <laughs> like death has existed before magic. Like that's the thing. Yeah. I'm fucking older than magic. Leave me alone. When we're introduced to uh Carrot uh in the watchbooks, he has a sword that looks totally unremarkable but it can basically cut through anything and it is considerably more real than any actual swords um mm, but a real sword but, you but, say uh, fuck <laughs> shit anyway death death has a little death has a little discussion with mort about like listen compassion's good if like if you had been like happy that we were killing someone we'd have to have words yeah but you listen, you can't get too attached, okay? Yeah. He's like, listen, you can't interfere with fate. You can't decide who lives and who dies. And I can't wait until later on in this book when Mort just tries to decide who lives and who dies. Yeah. Can't wait for later in this book when that exact thing probably happens. I remember what happened. I, like, remember this book, obviously, and looking where we end next time, it has happened by that point. So Okay. Uh, I really like the description of how, like, the king is like, 
I should feel sad that my daughter just watched me get killed. Why don't I? And Des is like, oh, all your sad glands are in your body. Oh, all, all your sad glands. <laughs> yeah. Don't need sadness when you're death. Five minutes later. Mmm. Damn. Fuck. <laughs> Damn, I'm sad. <laughs> my day be going so fine. <laughs> then boom. <laughs> and then boom. Death. Assassinated. <laughs> we, we like cut back and have like a book version of a montage of just the the days do in fact go by <laughs> letting the damn, days go by damn the days do be going by <laughs> i love death on the bottom of the ocean <laughs> man there sure is um i i love the the library that gets described of like biographies like as they are being Hell written yeah, yeah like that's, that's so cool that's a fun one Having fun isn't hard when you've got a magical library card. Uh, yeah. Yes, truly. <laughs> Mort decides that he'll he'll go ask for a day off, and I love how Death's like, what? The fuck do you mean? It's like, what? He's like, don't you have everything you want? You have food, you have somebody your own age to talk to, what the fuck else do you want? Oh yeah, boy? it's not. I know it's not to attend your grandmother's funeral, because I would know. <laughs> Me in quarantine, can I go somewhere, please? <laughs> Honest to God, it's like, you have a friend... You have food. You have a bed. What What the fuck do you want? Yeah. We, we have outside at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally. I have the outside, outside, outside home, the car. It's all black. Outside, outside home is, is, it's just a cottage. But yeah, he gets it. And, um, like, Death just tosses him a bag of money and he instantly finds himself transported to Ankhmore Park. Yeah. Oh, I do love in this conversation where he's just like, have you met my daughter? <laughs> He's like, you met my daughter, please. Yeah. <laughs> please talk to my daughter. Please. He gets popped into Ankhmore Fork. <laughs> oh, I, I love when he's like, okay, have a day off. And and he's like, okay, well, how do I get there? And just like, I don't know, fucking walk there. Yeah. I don't know. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, I'll pop you down there real quick. I right. death of heading out. <laughs> All right, I'm about to head out. Uh, but he's just there. After some moments where he says, like, hey, where am I? And the dude's like, what the fuck do you mean? And he makes up a lie about, like, oh, I fell asleep on the cart on the way into town. I just don't know what town it is. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. It takes, like, five hours to get here from anywhere. You'd know where you were going. But whatever. You would know, my man. Um, Where can I buy a very fast horse? Gilligan cut. He's fucking lost. (laughs) Because, yeah, he he wants to go out and uh, find the princess again. Yeah, he, like, he's wandering through the shades, which is... Terry clearly wrote that as, like, a parody... Like, like it feels like a parody of how awful New York was in the 70s. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, just... Homer goes to New York City, yeah. It's just yeah. a capital B, capital N, bad neighborhood. Yes. Comically crime-ridden. I really like the line, it did not have inhabitants, it had denizens. Denizens. Yeah, it was more of an ecology than a neighborhood. Human-like lobsters, shrimps, and sharks. I love that. Send me down. Yeah. He keeps trying to ask for directions, and everyone's just like, I don't want to deal with you. Bye. And he's been being converged on by three men for the past half hour. Yeah, because he's he's walking around and they can smell his money or some shit. Yeah, like. they're just they they know a mark when they see one. He's literally carrying like a large brown sack that jingles. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh no! They try to mug him, and he's like, mm, "Wait, I let this is a Wait fun a minute, scene. If it's my money and my life, I'm just gonna throw my money away. Fuck you guys." 
I'll just throw my money in the river. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It will bounce is the thing, but yeah. you know. Yeah. I, I love both the line of the Ankh River because Jesus Christ, the Ankh is the river so awful and the, the fact that an agnostic could walk across it at this point <laughs> in the city there are bushes growing on it in other books <laughs> oh god i'm pretty sure in like in color color of magic like rent Rin- when sees a tree growing in the middle of the fucking river yeah. like but also i love when the muggers actually like confront uh more <laughs> he's and he just goes like my money or my what? Like, cause this normally goes my money or my life. That's what, like, stories say, right? And it's described as, like, the lead mugger being, like, mm, he lost his initiative, but he carried on magnificently. Like, uh, I, I love these muggers. How He's... about your money and my knife? <laughs> uh, hey, is that anything? Yeah. I love when they have the huddle where they're just like, hey, Yeah, I was gonna say, that's, like, how they decide what to do. Do we kill him and then take his money? Should we grab the money and then kill <laughs> While they're having the huddle, Mort's like, no, I couldn't. If I, if I run for the mouth of the alley, I'm not going to get out of here. Like, <laughs> Mort has his own private huddle. <laughs> he, he backs through a wall accidentally, and all of the muggers are like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like, ah, fucking, I love, the reaction is instantly, ah, fucking wizards, god damn it. I hate fucking, yeah, you shouldn't fuck with them, whatever. Um, and then one of them's like, I walked through the wall, like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you see him? Uh, and then, like, two of them get like jealous at the other one, and like they stab each other. And the guy is just like, "Yup, solid wall." Like, turns around, is like, "Oh, Jerry, Jimmy, yeah. <laughs> no." Anyway, Bort has fucking accidentally walked through a wall into a the, the house of the waiter from the curry restaurant. Yeah. And like, there's a brief back and forth where it's like, "Are you? Are you like a demon?" And he's like, no, 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 I'm human. Oh, so you're a thief then? Like, I mean, yes, I am demon I am man. from hell. He's like, oh, excellent, a God, demon, fantastic. this awkward, awkward fucking, like, family dinner with him. Like, really? I really weird. like how the fucking grandfather is just fucking like, more fish for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, quick, while well, everyone's distracted. Everyone's distracted by the demon that's manifested among us. We, I would like to talk about the, the brief scene with, with Death and Albert in the the hourglass room oh yeah the fucking um, i am sadness i i am sadness um i don't know i just think it's very good because he's like okay you know we're, we're pick out some folks to die here i think i'll send the boy out on his own um let's see we got uh we we got witch goody we got the fucking reincarnating uh priest uh monk man and we got uh, the princess who we met yesterday and was immediately extremely in love with. Yes. I'm sure this will go great. Yeah. I'm deaf and I don't cause any problems. <laughs> what is that sense inside your head of wistful regret that things are the way that they apparently are? Mm-hmm. Sadness master? I am sadness. <laughs> God. <laughs> and yeah, then, like, like, he's like, can you sell me, a, like, back to Mort with, like, um, the family? He's like, can you sell me a very fast horse? And then, like, the father comes back with enough gold to buy half the city. And he's like, we should go back to Clatch so that we can raise our children right. And we should do it now because I just sold him the patrician's horse. Right. Yeah. Very good. You wanted a fast horse? 
And, like, the guards, the guards to the gate of the city, like, go halt who goes there because he fucking stole the patrician's horse, basically. Mort doesn't know that this horse is stolen, so he's, like, confused as to why the city guards are trying to chase him. Yeah. He's just like, oh, some guards that were interested in talking to him, but he's just kept on going. Sorry, I don't know how it works. I can't stop. I can't. I don't know. But he makes it to Stowhelet and then, like, just hangs out outside the palace for half an hour until the guards are like, hey, that guy's hanging outside the palace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he just walks around feeling like a dipshit. Well, yeah, because he tries to walk through the fucking wall again. Yeah, he just keeps... He's like, okay, I did it he's before. He's fucking bonking his head against the wall over and over, just trying to walk through. So he gives himself a fucking concussion, and he's like, okay, this isn't working. He's, um... It's very embarrassing to everyone. Th- then he's like, where can I find a wizard? And then we're introduced to the guy who, if you remember, I thought for a second the Arch-Chancellor in Equal Rights was called Cutwell, but it was Cute Angle. Mm -hmm. This is Cutwell. This is why I made that mistake. Yeah, this is Igneous Cutwell. uh, Really good name. Excellent name. Superb. Master Um, of the Infinite, Illuminatus, Wizard to Princes, Guardian of the Sacred Portals. (laughs) Please leave well with Miss Nugent. Yeah. God. Terry Pratchett loves characters that are supposed to be large in life, but just happen to rent a fucking flat above yeah. someone else. <laughs> I, and I really like all the extremely, extremely like, 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 like cheap tricks. I don't know how to. He like opens the door with like a string on a pulley yeah. uh, because he can't do door opening spells. It's like it's this just. Th- it's smoke and mirrors, yeah. but Mort is like is half a step above a rincewind in terms of magical ability. Literally, well, yeah, because he like he just sells stuff. Like he doesn't. There's no proof that he makes it. He's just yeah. like selling stuff. He's not a wizard. He's a magician. Yes. If if the sign on his door is to be believed, he did technically graduate from the unseen university. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Although I think I think I remember seeing like it, it definitely seems like a bachelors in magic i think there's like a bm there i don't know yeah. oh wow um well, bachelors would be ba so hmm yeah no, i'm curious actually but i do really like how mort just like undercuts all of this he's just like just like wait are you really master of the thing whatever and he's like well no not really it's advertising <laughs> that's advertising it's a new type of magic i'm working on honestly advertising is just headology go learn some witch yeah. magic like yeah. it's dm i don't like a degree of magic, I Probably, guess. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah. You're the head of the Quickie Mod. <laughs> <laughs> you really? <laughs> okay, goodbye. Three questions used. Okay. Um, Mort asks him if it's possible to walk through walls. Yeah. Without magic, and he's like, "Yeah, choose a pit thin wall. Maybe use the yeah. door." Like that one if like you're wasting my goddamn time. Like wasting my time. <laughs> goodbye. I I love like Mort's explanation of he's like, "Well, I did it." But I didn't know that I could. And now that I, like, now that I know that I did, I can't remember how I did it. Sure, sure, buddy. Okay, let's just get you out of this. So, I I also, I really do like how, like, Mort's expecting, like, a fucking gray-bearded, wizened sage. And what he gets is, like, a fucking red-faced nerd. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really like the line, like, a pork, it was red and white like a pork pie, and much like pork pies, seemed to be pretty good-natured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he eventually just, like, he, like, gives, he, like, shows him all the gold he has and gives him a down payment of enough money to buy, like, seven houses. And he says, like, think about it, okay? Yeah. Yeah, because he's like, okay, this requires, like, research. Um, I'll yeah. look into it, I guess. 
and and then and that's basically where the book ends. Yeah. Well, where the reading yeah. ends, where, where this pot yeah. ends, right? Yeah, he he like runs out. It's like ah oh, fuck ah oh, fuck. I'm late. I gotta find. I gotta get back to Ankhmore Pork. Death's gonna be waiting for me. Oh, He's right here. Of course me. he is. Why, why? Yeah, <laughs> death is death is everywhere. He so he literally is eating fucking jellied eels. Love it and the. The, the the reading does end with uh, Cutwell has been drinking and like trying to work out wa- just repeating the word walls while drinking a bottle of what we assume to be wine and then he looks at it as Granny Weatherwax's fuck potion. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he's he was trying to sell more like a love potion earlier in the scene but then he got distracted yeah. by the money so he just drinks the whole fucking bottle without paying attention. Four hours or more you better go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that was the reading. Um Again, we we talked about it earlier. Like, maybe it's just my familiarity with this book and, like, the fact that I do like the work as a whole very much. Like, I really loved reading this. Like, this was bringing back a lot of good memories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think for me, it's definitely doing that uh, as a narrative in of its own. But also, I think it's bringing back the good memories I have of Discworld as a much more consistent universe yeah like i can't i can't separate mort from the fact that this is where terry pratchett started forming like a cohesive world and like really nailed down his writing yeah i I would say like i was just gonna say overall i think the writing is a lot tighter like it just feels better yeah this definitely this moves at a very good clip like um a lot more of the fat has been trimmed and the fat that remains is actually quite good yeah 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 like um, I think the stuff with um, with Morton, his dad is really good. I think all the interactions with like Morton death are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know, I don't know. Um, I, I think a lot more of my fondness for death as a series begins with Reaper Man, like because Reaper Man is maybe one of my favorite books ever written. Yeah, that's the thing. Mort is, Mort is not is kind of like the start of Discworld being a like very consistently well-written uh, fictional world, but also it's the start of... It sadly is also the start of Terry Pratchett figuring out death as a more sympathetic character and what like weird metaphysical nuances there are. You could describe like the first three books as like prototype Discworld, and this is like... This could be, this could be the first Discworld book, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, this could definitely be the first Discworld. Yeah, I feel that. Like, like if you want to imagine a Discworld book, like ten books from now, it'll read basically like this. It will not read like equal rights. Do we have any emails or anything? Oh, good question. Um, hold on, let me open that. Holly, we do not have to do that joke every time. Yes, and because I'm the editor, I don't do that joke. No, we don't have any emails. Okay. Where can people email okay. us? Uh, people can email us at thediscoursepod at gmail.com. And send us your thoughts and talk with us about book. Yes. Yes. Talk about book. Please talk Let's book. talk about book, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, as, we're, as we're, you can find me online. Oh my god, I'm so tired. Um, <laughs> as to where you can find me online you can find everything that I do at beachghost.card.co um, and you can find the show on, on Apple Podcasts and such for, for all your rate, review, subscribe um, also if you search for Zlorf or possibly by the time this comes out uh, 
Mort whole foot or whatever the fuck I said earlier. Um. Please don't change it to Mort whole foot. I forget what I said, but maybe I will. Who knows? Dear listener, I have the power. You, dear listener, if you don't know how to spell Zloth, trust me, you know. It's there. You know. Yeah. It's in it's, your heart. It, it's spelled exactly as it sounds. Julie, how about you? Had to think for a second. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Gatsby Low, L-O-W. Um, locked account, public school teacher, no children allowed, never, no ever, ever. Allowed. Uh, no, no kids allowed. No kids allowed. Never. allowed. No, no kid even. Like, no, no, no loopholes here. Just, I'm not. <laughs> it is only okay to have one. <laughs> it's okay to have one. Um... But yeah, if you send me a uh, follow request, I'll be able to. I'll try and sift through the crappy spam follow requests again, and hopefully uh, find you and letting you in sounds really pretentious. Like I'm not a secret club. I just don't like having shit be public, especially when I teach. And dear God, I nearly I nearly revealed my Instagram handle uh, to a kid once. Ooh. Like, mm, can't do that. Luckily, it's pr- luckily that one's private too. Uh, but still, can't allow that. Yeah. Um, you can also find me on Instagram publicly at DL Hobbies, uh, where uh, me and my partner just build and paint a lot of Warhammer. Nice. Um, Mark, how about you? Follow me on Twitter at Avengifier. A V E N G I F I E R. I don't know. I'm just posting whatever comes into my brain right now, which is just dumb bullshit, probably. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And you can find me on uh, chum dash personable dot I don't do Tumblr here. D- whatever. Tum- chum dash personable on Tumblr or on Twitter at chum personable. You can find um, the podcast I do with Mark and Jess called Loop on Lottery uh, on Shout Engine and I post episodes of that to my Patreon early uh, patreon.com slash hollybeedlin um, on my Twitter, I'm mostly posting about the fucking extensive amount of Ronma One Half fanfic that I've been reading. By... I wonder if you will still be reading Ronma One Half fanfic in December. Yes, probably. Yeah, there's By a lot extensive, of it. she means a nearly unhealthy amount. <laughs> um, and you know what? Fuck it. I'll plug it here. I I I put up the first chapter of my own trans Ronma fanfic. Uh, called Girls Before Swine because it focuses on uh, Ronma and Ryoga. <laughs> it's very That's good. Really good. That's a really it's good really name. Good. Holy shit. Um, I'd love it if you'd check it out. Uh, the people I've shown it to so far really like it. Like, like I, I had like friends do like a little edit screen and they're like, yeah, you can touch some things up here, but otherwise, this is really fucking good. Like, nice. Like, I'm really proud. This is the first creative writing I've done since high school. Yeah. Which, oh my god, was ten years ago. Don't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was twelve years ago for me. I'm dust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're all dust. It was ten for Mark and I, eleven for Jess. Holy shit. Um, But would you guys like to hear where we're reading up to next week? I sure would. Next week, in my copy of the book, is page 147, and we are ending on the line... Everyone had seen Mort run through it three times. He just hadn't opened it. Mm, okay. Good for um, Good for him. <laughs> yeah. But until then, see you in a few hours and a hundred years. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.
Time dot is froze. Please don't clap. Please don't clap. <laughs> Please don't clap. The anti gem has appeared. <laughs>